All right. So there you go. That's the first time I've used the Breathe entrance for a while. And of course, it's Breathe by Ministry. Highly recommend. That's the live version. The live version's amazing. It has about two minutes of drums before the music starts. And the drums are what makes the song awesome. School's getting out. Yvonne's with the, the children at hockey, and I stayed home because I wasn't feeling 100% today. But I've already got three videos done, so I managed to watch Avengers Infinity War while going through two new boxes of hockey cards. And, um, yeah, Avengers, Avengers Infinity War. You know, what's amazing to me is I actually didn't know the ending. I genuinely stayed away from spoilers for the most part. I knew characters died. I didn't know how many. And I knew there was an Infinity War Part 2. The, the part that I find funny is that now there's like, oh, the title hasn't leaked out. Oh, what's the title going to be? Well, the title was Infinity War Parts 1 and 2. And now, for some reason, they're not admitting it's just basically the conclusion to Infinity War. Because, yeah, you can't kill all those heroes and leave them dead. It's a comic book thing. Uh, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing how this turns out. That the... Uh, the, the Avengers are going to come together, and I have a funny feeling from what I've been reading about Avengers 4 that they're going to go the Days of Future Past route, and probably much like everything else that Marvel does, they'll do it better than DC. <clears throat> the only exception being Wonder Woman, but of course then they brought out the, the Justice League movie, which is just hot garbage. I was never able to get through it. I tried. A few times I tried. It's just awful. Just awful are awful you know i enjoyed suicide squad okay but you know i've watched it three times now and by the end of the third time i'm like yeah i can't do this again which is weird because i remember a time when i could watch movies over and over again and never get tired of them and not get mad at them being stupid but those those days are apparently over um so let's go ahead and and, and circle back to hockey um i've been asked about my power rankings I'm looking at the board now, and I've still got Tampa at number one. See, this is where the, the early part of the season gets tricky, right? Because people are going to say, well, Carolina's number one in the league. Where do you have them? Carolina's not near the top. Um, they've, they've won three out of four, yes. Uh, the, the, the fourth game that they lost, they lost it in overtime. So that does give them that seven points that makes them number one overall. But let's just say that after wins over Vancouver and the Rangers, I'm reserving judgment on just how great they are, since the Canucks are awful. And uh, the Rangers, not a whole lot better. In fact, the Rangers on the power rankings board right now are 31. And do you know how hard it is? And I even went over this with Yvonne. So I'm trying to figure out 31, and I'm like, okay, so the Rangers. But Arizona hasn't got a goal yet. So how can Arizona be better than... But Arizona's losses have come to better teams, I think, than the Rangers. But Arizona doesn't have a goal yet. So, yeah, um, I almost have, like, co-31st overalls. And that's the funny thing, too, is that, yes, I change the, the power rankings board every single day. The, the trick this time of year is, much like with Tampa, for the teams that aren't playing, um, you know, I know Edmonton's dropped. They, they took that loss, and, and teams that have won have passed them, but this is why I didn't want to do the power rankings that first Saturday. I want to do the power rankings this coming Saturday. But there's a part of me looking at this board and saying, man, people are going to be so pissed because certain teams that they're like, well, this team has to be in the top 10, they're not. 
Buffalo's not in the top ten. They've won two out of three to start the season. Because, again, and it's it's tricky this time of year. And, um, you know, I've had people, I know last year when I started the power rankings, I think I started them a week and a half into the season last year too, and I had people saying it's way too early. You can't do power rankings now. This is stupid. And, honestly, it, it was fine. Um, a lot of the teams that were up towards the top of the power rankings that first week were still relatively decent by the end of the year. And, and again, it's just it's a snapshot. It's not a, this team's going to win the Stanley Cup. It's a snapshot of things. But I, I look at the board, and, you know, certain teams have moved up. Toronto's moved up from where I had them before the season started. And all, it, it's weird, too, because with Toronto, I'm in this interesting position in that a lot of Toronto fans think that I hate Toronto, and therefore I'm biased against them. But then whenever I do some some sort of a ranking or I discuss how things are going in the league, I get accused of uh, kissing up to Toronto fans and the Toronto team and and told that I'm, I'm biased in favor of Toronto. So it's weird because those can't both be true, and yet the, they've both been out there. Um, and yet the, the Power Rankings videos are, are very popular, and I can't stop doing them. And... Uh, you know, I, I'm perfectly fine with having you held it off last Saturday because, yeah, there wasn't enough data there. Teams hadn't moved a lot, moved enough. They've moved now. Teams have moved now. Uh, Vegas has dropped. Uh, Vegas hasn't dropped a lot, but they've dropped. And San Jose is a couple spots below where they were at the start. But they look like they could be coming out of it. But, yeah, it's tricky. And then, of course, a month from now, the complaint is going to be that teams aren't moving up or moving down fast enough, which is ironic because I've had <laughs> I've had the comment of your teams move around too much. I'm not going to watch power rankings anymore. They move around too much. And then in the same video, I'll see a comment of, yeah, this team should have moved up a lot more than what they did, or this team should have dropped a lot more than they did. You need to just reflect how they did this week and just forget about previous weeks, which that's that's just as weird. <laughs> That's just as weird to say that everything that happened before then doesn't necessarily matter. Like power rankings, I think should power rankings, I think should reflect a certain period and and momentum. And it, yeah, it's it's tricky. And yet, a lot of the time when I do my power rankings, they're not that far off from what TSN might have out there or ESPN. TSN right now has Tampa Bay number one in their power rankings. Well, bless them for their their courage. I don't know that they're they're gonna be able to live that one down right now, but Tampa's only played the one game. I guess they played overseas or something, because yeah, they don't play Gandal tomorrow night. So if if Tampa wins that game, and then if they win on, I'm assuming they play on Saturday as well, since there's 26 teams playing on Saturday. If I have them at number one when they're three and zero, but Toronto's not at number one and say they're five and one, um, I'm gonna have people telling me that because Toronto's won two extra games out of the other three, that they belong at number one. Um, but, it, you know, again, it's tricky because you have to look at strength of schedule, and you, and I make that decision when I'm moving teams around. Uh, Philly, I kind of agonized about last night. I'm like, how much do I drop Philly? And the answer was a lot because a lot of the teams that have been behind Philly had won. And Philly got smoked. So I'm like, I can't justify having them ahead of these teams right now they just got absolutely drilled, and they're one and two. So the combination of those two factors, and because I haven't done a power rankings video during the regular season yet, yeah, I can have Philadelphia take a bit of a nosedive. Again, it's a small sample size, but 
over three games, that defense just hasn't held up, and the numbers for Elliott haven't been great, so I can do a market correction early in the year. Things do stabilize during the year, but, well, depending on which team you're looking at. So I've taken advantage of having the house to myself for a couple hours today to, to get rid of one box of hockey cards that I had sitting around. Got rid of the box. The hockey cards, I've, I've actually found a place for them, and that'll help with some of the clutter. But the, the, you know, the honest solution is, of course, as I've talked about for about a year now, almost two years, we, we need a, a bigger house. I need to be able to have a full-sized set, which would silence some people. There are some who, um, I, I don't know, there are people who understand that I have a, a, a very low-key setup and that my... Um, my set is is as low key as everything else. There are some that don't quite understand that, and I think the expectation might be, well, you know, he's got sixty three thousand subscribers, so he can afford something bigger. I don't know that I can though. Um, I I I don't know that I'm in a position to afford that right now, because again, you know, I've got a wife, I've got three kids. They don't they just don't show up on camera. It's like the cats don't show up on camera anymore either. And nor do I drink pop while I'm on doing videos. Sometimes now I, I, after I'm done doing videos, I'm like, man, I feel really like crap. Oh, I haven't drank anything today. That's what it is. Uh, that's what it is. Hey, that makes sense. It's silly, really, you know, but I don't think of it. And, you know, that used to be part of my, my shtick. But I do feel like it gets more professional as it goes along. I had more professionalism to it. And I do have an actual set now rather than sitting in a bedroom. But I think the other the other thing that's funny too, well not funny, because um, I want to talk about something else. So there's this better health thing going on with the some of, some of the bigger YouTubers where they they promoted this. I guess it's a, a service for for mental health for people who are dealing with depression, suicidal thoughts, and whatnot. And they're like, yeah, this is a great service. It's fantastic. Use it. Blah blah blah. And they got money for that. And yeah, that went uh, that went south. Uh, I guess what had happened was because again, I'm I'm just going based on Philip DeFranco and Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight. But um, once you go through the terms of service and you start going through some of the negative reviews for the service, I guess I guess it's not not exactly what it advertises itself to be. The strange thing is that Boogie said he used it, and yet he's he's removed himself as a partner from it. Well, if you've used it, Boogie, and it it worked for you. By all means, uh, don't feel bad about promoting something. It would be sort of like if I, you know, if, if I was endorsing, I'm going to make something up. Calico jerseys. Buy your jerseys from Calico jerseys. I'm making up a company because I'm not going to use a real name here. So I buy hockey jerseys from Calico jerseys. You have a really bad bad experience with that. Um, no, that's not going to work because it's a mental health thing. I, I, can't, I can't come up with a comparable comparable. But again, you know, I, I feel bad for for YouTubers on this. I get emails. I would average, I, w- I would have to say I average right now two or three emails a, a week. And it might be more than that. Might be more around four or five. I, I don't pay a lot of attention. I don't answer them. I just delete them. Where I have people saying, hey, I will sponsor you. You have a lot of reach on YouTube. We like your stuff. 
And I can tell right away, you don't watch my stuff. You don't have a clue who I am, especially when it's Deer the Hockey Guy. Uh, sometimes sometimes they're smart, and they're like, Deer Shannon. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. You might know who I am yet. No. Because they'll be like, we watched your recent video, and we think you're really good. I'm like, my recent video? Wow, that one, huh? Is there a specific? Nah, all right, that's fine. Sure, yeah, okay. But the, they give me their spiel and their pitch, and you know, I could make probably a lot of money off some of these sponsorships, and I say no. Part of the reason I say no is because of the backlash that's going on with the Better Health thing. So... Uh, Phil is doing some kind of an investigation thing and and doing the whole 2020 or whatever you want to call it, 48 hours, whatever cop show or investigative show you want to talk about, Dateline. He's doing the whole Dateline thing with it and going to gonna do an investigation of it. But, you know, Boogie's just cut himself off from it and apologized. But you do open yourself up once you say, all right, I'm sponsored by this. I had one video game that I've seen on TV. This guy sends me an email. Hey, we want you to partner up. This 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 video game wants you to represent them and, and you know, on-air plugs about how great it is. And I read that and I thought, wait, I've never actually played it. You want me to plug how great it is on my channel? Do a 30 to 60 second spot where I talk about how this game, I can't stop playing it. It's great. But I've never played it. So based on that, I just deleted the email. And then he tried to follow up, and I just deleted that too. Because, see, I, 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 I can't do that. Yeah, I could make money. And, and I might be able to make enough money that I could, um, you know, uh, manage to, to, to get into a new place and all of that. But when I look at what Boogie's taken too, I looked at the comment section under that video, and I saw people saying, um, which felt familiar to me, I saw people saying, well... You know, until you prove, until you show us the receipt uh, for what you did, I, we don't we don't think that you gave away the money. You're a greedy sob, just like all these other YouTubers. You guys are all the same, and yada yada yada. And then they kept saying he threw Phil DeFranco under the bus. He didn't throw Phil DeFranco under the bus, but again, Phil DeFranco's getting attacked on his for how he promoted this, and it turned out to be a sham and whatever. And people just dive on it. And I I think back to when I did the Ray Emery video back in July, and I'm like, wow. That's that's on a whole other level, and okay. So, you know, these are really big YouTubers, and yeah, they probably make some good money. I look at their hit counts. I look at their subscriber counts. There are some big YouTubers that, that are losing a lot of subscribers, and I think there's a lot of reasons for that, and, and I think part of it is, I think, stale content. I think sometimes, too, and part of the reason I do this on, on, on these podcast rather than on the channel is when you you get really personal and you you're not in your character and you're just sitting there like hey here's my everyday life here's how i'm doing here's how i'm feeling you're gonna have people that say hey i love you for your openness that's fantastic you're going through a divorce right now that's 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 too bad you're 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 dealing with uh you know uh you lost your job that's too bad we feel for you blah 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 but you're going to have those people that watch the videos and say you know what I am sick to death of this guy telling me about his personal crap because, you know, he's he's making more money than I am. He is he's famous, he's rich. Because that's that's the perception, right? Whether it's true or it's not, perception is nine tenths of reality. So that perception's out there and people say, Well, you know, I'm not supporting him anymore, and they unsubscribe. And they could be completely off. 
They could be completely up. Maybe, maybe he is having some serious problems. Maybe he doesn't have anybody else to talk to. I know uh, for myself, um, hanging out with a friend and going out for a drink, I haven't done that in, uh, well, it's been, it's been a while. It has been a very, very long while. And that's, that's part and parcel of, of what I do because, you know, I get up in the morning, I do my videos, I, I, you know, talk to Yvonne and, and help her with the kids. And then, you know, I, at night I've got a couple other videos to do. I've got to do my reviews, even meetups. At this point, I'm like, geez, you know, I could do a meetup on a Saturday, but there's 13 games on. So I, I'd be doing a meetup with, you know, 15 or 20 subscribers probably, maybe more, maybe less because there's those games on. Maybe there's guys who'd say, geez, I'd love to come out, but you know, Canucks game's on, and I'd rather do that than go out and play floor hockey or street hockey. So I'm, I'm looking at it going, geez, maybe maybe there's got to be something, some other way to do it. So, you know, I have to balance that out. But I'm not going to complain about it on the channel because I, I understand how this works now. That's why my whole channel has changed over the last two years. I get how this thing works now. You go on, you do your video, you talk about your hockey topic, and then you get off. And that's it. And and who Shannon really is or what Shannon really is isn't important. Not in terms of that video. If 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 Matt Murray's gonna be out for six months, nobody wants to know. Nobody's gonna care clicking on a Matt Murray video and their suggestions that uh, that a cat scratched my foot last night or that um, you know, I, I banged my head on the way down the stairs and I think might have a concussion. Nobody cares about my concussion, it's it's Matt Murray's. And those are just examples I don't have a concussion. So I try to make sure that I, I maintain a certain level of professionalism in all of my videos and very rarely uh, let down my guard and, and actually say anything. And it's funny because there are, there's a very, very, it's, and it's a small minority of people that, that have decided, well, we're going to make life as miserable for him as possible via trolling. And whether it's something I say here or something I say in a video, you can parse out sentences out of anything that I say and make me sound like an awful, horrible person. And there are people that do that. And bless them, they, they watch every video I've ever posted on both of my channels, which leads me to think, well, there's very few people this could actually be. But there's this desire. There's this feeling of, we know who he really is. We know who he really is. We know we know what Shannon really is and what he's really all about. We're going to expose it. So you know you're gonna you're gonna put all these things together. But here's the funny part: when all these quotes are, are out there, and then you take a bunch of stuff out of context, what you've done is you've destroyed your entire argument because people who watch all my videos would see that. Let's say they just browse across and go, "Oh, what the hell is this?" And go, "Well." I saw that video, that's, that's taken out of context. So then, even if there are instances where I may, may have spoke out of turn, or maybe I had a bad day two years ago and I, I was pissed off and I went off, it's totally undermined by every other thing in the video. So, you know, I, I see this stuff and I say, all right, well, it is what it is. And people who really know me aren't going to be swayed. Subscribers to my channel who like me aren't going to be swayed. And for people who don't like me and have decided over the last two years 
that, you know, I'm a jerk, I'm an idiot, I'm stupid, I don't know what I'm talking about, and I don't deserve this. And I think there's some of that too. There's there's this very minor number of people who are like, he doesn't deserve it. So the obsession is there to, I don't know, make me out to be something that I'm I'm not? I'm really at a loss. I try to figure this out, and I'm not sure why I try to figure it out, because it's just... It's kind of pointless to try to figure it out because I don't know any of these people and they don't know me. And that's the real thing. Um, the, the people who've come out for meetups, they know me better than anybody on the channel because when I'm at a meetup and I know I'm just hanging out with people, I will say all kinds of stuff. And I might say something offensive. I might say something funny. I might say something that's both. Uh, there are times where I will say things to my wife that people go, wait, what did he just say? And I'm like, yeah, we're not on the air, so I could say whatever. And they laugh. They're like, wow, because there is a side of me that I don't show in my videos anymore. Because, again, and, and I know uh, during live streams, if I'm going to point that out, she'd be like, Shannon, you can't. You have to watch it because there's people who don't know you're sarcastic. They don't know your sense of humor. They don't know you like I do. So some of these things you're saying is sort of like a joke, sort of like a throwaway. Yes, certain percentage of the people listening to you will get it. The others won't. And the ones that don't are going to be convinced that you're this complete ass. And they're just, they're not going to let it go. Because she'd seen that in comments. So circling back, circling back to, to Boogie and, and Phil DeFranco and, and to what they're going through with better health. The people who right now are attacking them are likely people who've waited for them to screw up, waited for something that they do, something that they endorse to blow up in their faces so they can say, aha, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it all along. So if I'm ever endorsed by anything, and I mean, there are, if I buy jerseys through certain companies, yeah, you know, uh, Ben Ben of Ben H Sports and I we we talk a lot via email. Um, I've talked on the phone to the guy who's in charge of Full Moon jerseys a couple of times, and you know they're they're good guys. And I've got a, a um, sort of like a um, uh, how do I put this? It's not an endorsement deal through Ben because I don't really have one. I it's kind of like it. But it's it's very similar to how people who are on uh, my Patreon, uh, people that are on my Discord, are able to get a discount through him. Because, again, he knows the reach that the channel has. So because the channel has a significant reach, and it, it helps him get business. Because whenever, whenever you guys say, I'm, I'm getting this jersey, I'm you know the hockey guy sent me kind of thing, he messages me. He'll email me and say, so I got an order for these jerseys. It's for a guy who lives here. Thank you. Uh, he said he came from your channel, so thank you. So those those referrals um, allow that business relationship to exist. But I don't get any deals through Full Moon at all. Uh, they had talked to me about it at one point. They sent me a free jersey, and then that was that was it. Because I don't think they know how. I think uh, I think they I think because of the way that company is structured, Ben is the company. With Ben H Sports, you're dealing with one guy. He is the company. He's it. That's it. There's nothing else. But it's not that way with Full Moon. Full Moon's a bigger operation, and so it's it's a little more difficult for them to have some kind of a deal with me. 
But uh, I could always, you know, move and, and, and email the guy and talk to him. But why would I do that? That's just crazy, right? Uh, I, it occurs to me while I'm saying, I'm like, you know, Shannon, you could just email him. Or, you know, you've got his phone number. You could just give him a call. I'm just not used to this whole thing. Remember, the first 43 years of my life, I was a nobody. I was just some dipshit that worked at a crappy job. And I, I you know... I would, I, anytime I talked about hockey, nine times out of ten, I got told, just just shut up, just do your job. And it's like, oh, I was just talking about the game last night, but okay. And I'd have, you know, days, weeks where I didn't get to talk hockey with anybody. And it kind of sucked. And now I, I don't have that problem. Um, and I'm, I'm appreciative that I don't have that problem. I do not, for a moment, take for granted anything that I have. Um, and, and I will say that every single podcast if I have to. Um, I've been very, very fortunate, and I would say what, 95, 95% of channels don't reach that level. And, and you know, there are content creators out there who I know are very good, and they're not getting any traction. There are plenty of content creators that just don't get any traction on what they post. And, you know, uh, in some cases, they're young, they're attractive, they're well-spoken. For whatever reason, their channel doesn't go anywhere. Uh, one of my all-time favorite bands now, the Dead Deads, um, their their YouTube channel doesn't have anywhere near the reach mine does, which I think is is insane because their music's fantastic. And you know, I I'm a huge fan of each member of the band. I think they're all fantastic, and I think they're all really good people. And and you know, having spoken to them at the last concert there as we went to, yeah, I like them even more. I think they're pretty awesome. And yeah, uh, but that's, that's just, that's how it works. And I don't know how it works. Uh, I, I got the, the book, the subtle art of not giving an F and you know, the, the U is, is actually blotched out. And, and in that book, the first chapter is don't try. And it says, you know, if, if you want success in your life, stop denying your failures, stop looking at some future you can't have. Stop looking at the house, the car you can't have, and stop stressing about it. Just accept where you're at, accept what you have. And if you stop stressing about those things that you want, you may end up getting them. Because you'll be able to sleep better, you'll be able to think better, and you'll just, you'll feel better. And you'll be at your best. So, yeah, chapter one, and I'm already like, yeah, okay, that, that makes sense. And that's kind of how the channel got there. Because people ask me, like, how did, how did you do it? How did you do it? What's the secret? I didn't care. I just fired up a webcam, talked to it for 20 minutes, and turned it off. I didn't even know what I said half the time. I had no clue. And then I'd get up and go to work the next day and not think about it. And I'd go home, do the same thing every night. And eventually, it became what it is now. I had absolutely no plan. And and I have stuck with that. There's no plan. But that's probably part of the reason why I'm still in the crappy house. Yeah, we should probably... The, the trick for us is finding a big house that's not going to break our, our, our budget um, and, and living near Vancouver. Yeah, it's for what we for what we're looking at, I would say at least three thousand dollars a month for rent. I, I lowball, I would think three thousand dollars a month for rent. That's stressful. That's a lot. And uh, for anybody saying, well, why don't you just buy? I'm self-employed. It is very, very difficult for people who are self-employed to get a mortgage. And, and I know, I know, um, 
you know, I can use my jerseys as, as assets for getting a mortgage and this kind of thing, and I can always look into that. But at the same time, if I'm going to try to buy a house that would cost me $3,000 a month for rent, that house will cost probably easy half a million dollars. It's expensive. And we don't have the option of moving east. If we moved east, it would be cheaper, but we don't really have that option. It's not going to work. So... Um, west it would be the direction I'd like to move, but the further west you go, the more expensive it gets. And it gets expensive fast. The closer you get to Vancouver, the more expensive it gets. And the prices aren't coming down. And they've made it more difficult to get mortgages over the last couple of years. I agree with what they're doing, but it, it makes it tough. All right. That being said, I've spoke to you guys for about 29 minutes. Um, I'm not going to... Uh, suggest any mental health facility for anybody or any kind of service uh, if you're in any kind of mental anguish of any sort there are hotlines there are hotlines there are helplines I see comments in, in uh, on my videos comment section and I get messages from people and honestly if you're if you're feeling really distressed I don't need to be endorsed to say there are hotlines in every town and every city and if you're nowhere near a city, there's a 1-800 number you can call where somebody will listen to you. Um, that, that's, that's important. So in the midst of everything that's gone on with those big channels and the, the whole sponsorship scandal, we lose the fact that people need help. There's a lot of people that are hurting and a lot of people need help. So there you go. Uh, my last two cents takes me over half an hour. Apologize for the length. But hope it's been worth it. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you again soon.